everyone. Welcome back to Newsies Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1992 Disney movie musical Newsies one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And boy, we have fun here between takes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wanted to record a uh, finish it new page-esque uh, one hour Oh uh, yeah, thing, but we are in minute 60. Yeah. We sure are. We're officially halfway through. Mm-hmm. Well. I guess at the end of the next minute. Yeah, we're basically halfway through. Well, I think the 121 or two or whatever, I haven't looked at our Yeah, it's something cover like art. We're, we're really recently. close. But yeah, it's some of that is credits. Yeah, we'll maybe have some short. Time-wise, we're probably about halfway through. Yeah. Like uh, in terms of uh, podcast time. Sure. I feel like those credits are going to be pretty short episodes. Yeah. Or lots of FMKs. <laughs> Our best boy key grip. <laughs> and? Uh, Dolly. I mean, you you marry the best boy because he's the best uh-huh. boy. Uh-huh. Um, I, I think you've, you've fucked the key grip because... Because of that, that, that key grip. Yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes you want it rough. You want a good grip. If he can grip that key, what else can he grip? Exactly. And then you, you kill Dolly. Like, hello, Dolly? Nah, goodbye, Dolly. Goodbye, Dolly. Boy, Dang. we have fun here. <laughs> with a sword gun. Yep. So. With a sword gun. <laughs> my notes keep jumping me. Every time my phone turns itself off. Yeah. And I turn it back on, it takes me back to the top of the note. Yeah. Which is not where I want to be. I want to be at minute 60. Yeah. Which starts with the Brooklyn Rush. Yeah. And goes on through Spot saying, where's it say my name? Where's my name? Can we talk about Spot for just a second? Mm-hmm. Who is this kid? <laughs> I love him Who is so this much. child in this scene? Because it's not that guy I saw up on the rafters. No. Nope. And it's not the guy I saw back in Brooklyn. No. Nope. This is a literal child. Yep. <laughs> where's my name? Where's oh, my picture? My name. He's, he's worried about where his picture is. Yep. He's worried about where his name is. Get your fingers off my face. <laughs> that's, one of, that's one of my favorite lines. That's a Will great you get line. your fingers off my face? <laughs> So I I have three notes. Okay. One of them is just, will you please get your fingers off my face? <laughs> Another one is, so they punch some adult men wielding brass knuckles and chains and then they just win? Yep. Okay. Yeah, because of the tie. Because there were so many more Brooklynites to beat them. And then, yeah. the, then the cribs uh-huh. and the grafters retreated. Yeah. Yeah. It's just interesting to me Yeah. that this wave of children... Well, now, that's why I think that the the outside the gates Brooklynites were more adult men. Yeah. They're like, it was hey, Jerry, always... tell your wife that I said thanks for the casserole, but now I'm going to beat you up with my fists from Brooklyn. But also, we'll see you for the game on Sunday. Punching you now. Poor Jerry. Yeah. He had no idea. I know. Thought that he... Thought that Howard was his friend. But, and, you know, just because you get punched in the face by someone because you're a, a filthy, rotten scabbard doesn't mean that you can't have dinner before the game on Sunday. That's true. Or does it? I have one other note. Okay. <laughs> so Jack makes a big deal about wanting no pictures. And Denton shows up with this camera. Yeah. And he's like, hey, I'm going to take your picture. And not only does Jack make sure that everyone else is posed for the picture, but he himself poses quite nicely for the picture. He, not only that, he's the only one that looks good in the picture. Yeah, he's the only one actually smiling and looking at the camera. The rest of them are either 
smiling or looking at the camera, but not both, that most of them look like my youngest child when having her picture taken. She can't smile and also look at the camera. If it would be possible for all of the newsies to be sneezing, <laughs> I think that's about what we get, except for Jack. Yeah. Who I swear is, is Barney Stinson in that maybe Jack was sneezing too, but he looked damn good when the photo went off. Yeah. So. Yeah, I just like why this is this has always been one of my biggest like plot holes. Yeah. With this movie is you specifically tell Denton you don't want pictures. Yeah. And then you pose and also tell everybody to get in close and smile pretty for the camera and say cheese. I think so there are a couple of of possibilities here. One is adrenaline. Sure. And like Brooklyn has just come and you've beaten, you've struck a victory against the man and stuff. So you're like, let's celebrate. Yeah. Two is that Jack didn't want pictures, not for any Snyder reasons, but because he takes such great pictures that all the newsies would be jealous of the great pictures that he takes. There so is like, that. There's a morale issue, Denton. Come on. Okay. I can't help but take great pictures. Okay. <laughs> and so when morale is high from having just one of right. uh, uh, fisticuffs... That's a good time to go ahead and have your picture taken with everyone. Well, yeah. Or like he tried to warn Denton ahead of time when the opportunity to take a picture wasn't there because once he gets it, once the camera is being pointed at him, he's unstoppably photogenic. That's true. I mean, he kind of is, though. I mean, like he's not wrong. He knows his vices being photographed and he tried to prevent him. It's just that Denton was just not a very good supporter of his, uh, not a very good sponsor of his um, no photos rule. Yeah. Part of the reason this plot hole bothers me so much is yeah. not just because it really doesn't make any sense for Jack to allow this picture to be right. taken, but it really bothers me that Denton is doing it. Right. Not taking a picture of some other part of the crowd. Right. Now, granted, all of the newsies with names do happen to be standing right next to Jack. That's just a coincidence, of course. But Denton could have taken a picture of some of those curious dock workers that Spot brought along. <laughs> I kept expecting Jack to be like, no, wait, hold on. Let me get out of the picture yeah. or whatever. Like, yeah. But no, he's like, okay, okay, everybody, everybody say cheese. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, that moment really, really bothers me. Yeah. Especially because, as we'll find in, in a little bit, it almost leads to Jack's undoing. I mean, mm -hmm. like, that it, decision. Exactly what Jack was afraid of. Yeah, exactly. But that's for another week. Um, I really like when someone, I think it's Mush... Says, you look like a general here, Jack. Yeah. I think that that's so sweet. Yeah. But also like, yeah. <laughs> that's that's why Jack is the boss. Yeah. And why David is the, like, lieutenant. The weird goofy one who yeah. just got his foot stepped on. Got his instep stepped on. And right. so he's, like, grabbing his foot and making a really uncomfortable face exactly. in that picture. Exactly. I do feel really bad for David. That was a very bad picture. Well, he, he you know, he got break in those shoes. Yeah, also his foot hurt. Yeah. Spot looked kind of like a goober in that picture, if they I recall. They all looked like they goobers. They all look like goobers. Also, I have a question. Our uh, Newsies Minute, at Newsies Minute on Twitter, cover page, mm -hmm. is that an outtake from that I, shot? It might be. I googled, I did a Google image search for something that would fit yeah. in that space. Because like... It's, it's not exactly that picture. It's not, because Jack looks like a goober, too. Yeah. <laughs> they must have taken a bunch of different pictures. Yeah. Or maybe it's a promotional thing. I don't know. Yeah, it was. It's wild because I was like, "That's because I'm used to that picture and that yeah. picture now." Yeah. So when I looked at the picture that Denton put in the sun, I was like, 
that's not the same thing. Jack looks like a million bucks. Yeah. Everyone else still looks like they have never seen a camera before, which in 1899, I'm not sure. It's entirely possible they didn't know what was happening. Exactly. So um, I didn't look up, I didn't look up um, cameras. cameras. You know, but it's fair to say that these are not worldly gentlemen. Yeah. Even if cameras were relatively prolific at the time, there's a good chance that they never would have been in front of one. Right. I think also you had to stay super still back then. Like, for like 15 minutes or something. Well, then, boy, did (laughs) Disney use the wrong camera, because this was a real quick flash. Right. I have a big, huge, long note. Disney, please don't sue us for using that picture. Yeah. As our Twitter. Yeah. Come Twitter, on. Please. Hey, be cool. I know Disney is notoriously litigious, but. Yeah, no one. Hey, hey, be cool. No one tell Disney. Nice. Yeah, no one tell Disney. <laughs> the, don't tell them about our cover art either. Or the fact that this podcast exists. Please, just don't tell anyone anything at all, ever. That's fair. Kevin Smets is going to get us in trouble. God dang it. <laughs> so uh, the headline is something about a children's crusade. Okay. So I, I know that the children's crusade is something. So I looked up what it was. So what it looks like the Children's Crusade originally was, was some Christian propaganda crud about, like, these boys from Germany and France, like these sort of young men, kids, Mm -hmm. who saw Jesus and he was like, hey, yo, go to the Holy Land and take back Jerusalem from the Muslims or something but instead what happened was these kids were like, yeah, we're going to go to the Holy Land. Excuse me, shady adult, can you tell me where the Holy Land is? And the shady adult was like, hop onto this ship, my good sir. Oh, now you're slaves. Oh, yikes. So that was in 1212, apparently. Okay, so, so a little bit before this. Right, and prob- and so and also, like, there's like, did that happen? Mm, maybe. Maybe <laughs> okay. not. Anyways. More likely, it's in reference to this thing that happened in 1901. Okay. This thing that happened after this movie took place? Right. So this, but surely this would have been what they were trying to bring to mind. Was this thing in 1901 where this lady, um, Mother Jones, she had an actual name, but like everyone referred to her as Mother Jones. And in fact, there's a a magazine called Mother Jones. Okay. That's sort of a very left-wing sort of liberal newsletter thing okay that is named after her because she was like one of this one of the like great organizers of like labor unions and stuff especially like child labor laws and stuff like that okay so in uh 1901 she or uh, sorry 1903 she organized children who were working in mills and mines to participate in a children's crusade which was a march from kensington philadelphia to oyster bay new york the hometown of president theodore Roosevelt. Okay. So, um, with banners demanding, we want to go to school and not the mines and stuff like that. Okay. And basically, it didn't work, kind of. Oh. Like, Roosevelt was like, yeah, I'll be right out. Oh, Teddy. Yeah. I think, I like to, if I if I may play Teddy's advocate here. Sure. Um, I like to think that the message never got to him and that, like, a, 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 you know, a flunky, is that is that mm-hmm. a thing? Sure. Like, never delivered the message to him, but it kind of doesn't feel like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, permission to see Roosevelt was denied by his secretary, and it was suggested that Jones address a letter to the president requesting a visit with him. Even though she re- did write that letter, it never received an answer. 
It says, though the president refused to meet with the marchers, the incident brought the issue of child labor to the forefront of the public agenda. And then there's a book called uh, Kids on Strike, which I think is a great title for a book or an um, adaptation of a TTRPG, uh-huh. uh, which describes that protest. Sure. Uh, the Newsies protest and like four or five other like child-related strikes of okay. like that era. In sort of like a nonfiction, like a very, like I saw basically nothing but good reviews about like how compelling and stuff it was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that is one of the ones that yeah. I had because the cover definitely looks familiar. Yeah. The, the one that I most specifically remember, the Newsies strike section was just a couple pages. Yeah. And I feel like it sounds like this, the Newsies strike was maybe more than a couple pages, but maybe not. It may, it, it may, may not. it only lasted for like two weeks. Yeah. It was really short-lived. Th- this is basically like, I think like the heroes of the these labor um, mm-hmm. strifes and stuff. And so it's like the Newsies one, parentheses, kid blink. The, yeah. the child labor one in Pennsylvania, parentheses, Mother Jones, sort of stuff sure. like that. Okay. Um, I think it's sort of maybe a dissertation-y sort of deal. Okay. Um, so it's sort of like this was a paper that got turned into a book. Okay. Um, Judging Book Covers just did a, a an, well, not just, did an episode this year about a nonfiction book for their reading list like uh, that was about witches. That was basically someone turned their dissertation, dissertation into a book. Okay. And so there's sort of some dry parts. I sort of get the feeling that this is sort of similar. Okay. Where it's like, I'm going to write my dissertation on kid strikes. Oh, and I'm also going to publish it so, like, the you know, I can make some money. Yeah. Add an exclamation point. Kids on strike. Stuff like that. I don't have anything else for I, this minute. I, I don't either. This feels like like the overture for King of New York. Yeah. Like, I'm like, everyone's in place. I know. You see a guy just sort of eyeing the fan like, I wonder if you don't, but I wish you did. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure that's a dot matrix picture. Probably. Like, I'm pretty sure that they're like, I don't think that's how print worked back in the day, but that's okay. Yeah. Come on, Disney. You got sights right. It's fine. Take take a take a break yeah, on this one. The things that Disney got right versus the things that it got wrong yeah. is just baffling to me. Also, I have no idea. They could that could be authentic. <laughs> That's true. That could be an actual picture from the Newsy strike. We, we this uh, has anyone ever noticed that Jack Kelly has never talked about and also looked remarkably like Christian Bale? Anyone? <laughs> I think we should make a movie about this. And that's how Newsies was made. Uh-huh. And that's why Christian Bale didn't know that he was auditioning for a musical. They were like, hey, you don't even have to audition. You look so much like this guy. <laughs> but yeah, what, back in the day, when during the original Newsies strike, it wasn't a musical. I mean, I'm from this period of time that we're in now. <laughs> Christian Bale's a time traveler? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, he's faking Whoa. his Welsh accent. Oh. That, that New York accent is real? Uh-huh. That's how they really talked back then. Okay. We got a, a message from uh, Twitter from Douglas about accents. Yeah, we did. It was fascinating. It seems like the accent that people who live in like Appalachia yeah. have is maybe more likely close to the accent that the original English settlers had yeah. than the current British English. Right. What you and I sound like is probably closer to what, say, John Smith sounded like than hmm. what Prince William sounds like. Right. So I guess Mel Gibson wasn't such a bad casting job. I guess not. Well. Are we talking about Pocahontas? Yeah. Yeah. Because that was John Smith. Yeah. 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 That was Mel Gibson, right? It was Mel Gibson yeah. doing an American accent, though. Right. Which you just said was correct. Yeah. 
but he's Australian, so I'm not sure that casting <laughs> Mel Gibson as American John Smith. I'm not sure that uh, you're... Noted American John Smith, played by noted Australian Mel Gibson. Yeah, I'm not sure that your logic <laughs> holds, but... Completely flawless logic. So... Douglas did say that he has no explanation for his own voice. Yeah, I mean... Douglas is Scottish. Barbarians. So anyways... Oh. Well... <laughs> I mean, I don't have logic to refute that. I don't. I mean, most of my knowledge of Scottish history is from romance novels about Highlanders, right? And they were all kind of barbarian esque, right? There can be only one and stuff. Yeah, so I can't really refute what you're saying. Yep, yeah, which means I'm right. Hey, if you want to uh, add us at Newsies Minute and talk about anything, how you're gonna sue us because you are Scotland at <laughs> Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna check and see sure they'd be like at scotland uk official there's um at scotland nt at visit scotland at police scotland at the national lottery community fund scotland at traffic scotland at sky sports scotland hold on let's just let's see what just at scotland looks like oh scotland is now at scotland nice Breathtaking beauty and warm welcomes, investing in your future and the pi- and the future of our planet. Scotland is innovative, pioneering, and creative. Scotland is now. God, so sarcastic. The website is scotland.org. You! Visit Scotland! Did we even say our Twitter handle yet? At Newsies Minute. <laughs> I think we did. Um, yeah, so we do have a Twitter if you want to message us about anything horrible that we've said or not so horrible. <laughs> oh, God. Um... It is at Newsies Minute. Uh, if you want, if you are specifically Scotland uh, trying to pick a fight, Aaron is at unabashedly Aaron. I didn't say barbarians. James did, and he's at unabashed James. If you want to pay us money to stop talking crap on your country, <laughs> uh, you can visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash Aaron and James. We have many tiers and levels at which we cannot talk crap on your country. Yeah. Let I- us know. I want it on record that Scotland is my favorite country. Oh, same. Big same. So. This is more of a specific Now all dunk- of the other countries are going to pay us money to not talk, <laughs> not like passive aggressively talk crap about them. This is more um, of a Douglas specific burn fest. Yeah. I can just see like, you know. Robert Burns. Greece yes. coming in and being like, hey, I would like to pay you to not talk about how Scotland is your favorite. And I'll be like, Greece. Isn't there better things you can be doing with your money? <laughs> Probably. Dang. But also we economics will, burn. But also we'll take it. Yeah, I we mean, will take it though. In this dollars. has gotten away from us. Next week we're going to have a great, great song with lots of, I can only imagine, not restaurant approved dancing. Yep. <laughs> they generally don't like it when you stand on the tables for one. This is pre-Upton Sinclair's The Jungle, which is why they could do that with their dirty, dirty boots. Oh, so dirty. But until so unwashed, (laughs) I mean, it's probably they probably somehow cleaned the tables more with their boots. That's fair. (laughs) The sticky boots pulling grime off the tables. Gross. Yep. Which one of us has to edit this particular episode? Is it me? I don't know. Yeah, so go for crutchy. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.